Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to my audio blog. Um, this is Hari Kosa. I've been, I didn't do any blog, uh, audio blogging for the last few days, probably five or six, five, I think. Because things have been basically steady. And when I say steady, one thing I'm learning, I had one day, uh, a couple days this week where I started getting calls, oh, today's the worst day. I've never seen your mother like that. And that's coming from Tina, who is her caregiver, uh, comes a couple hours every day. Not caregiver, but care aide. Um, and is very devoted to my mother and has known her prior to the, the stroke. And she was saying, oh, she's just so lethargic. She won't get out of bed. She's so tired just wants to sleep and she's just not responsive and I got like so freaked out you know I think that's the right word I got so freaked out because I didn't know really what was going on I couldn't see her I had no idea so I said okay I need some more information so I called my Lydia, the director care manager, and I said, can you go with this? Because she's a nurse, and she's been doing this a long time, and I said, can you go and tell me what your impressions are? She said, well, I saw her on Friday. Not that she wasn't going to go, but I saw her on Friday, and she seemed okay. But in these situations, every day can be different. Every day, as someone's health is declining and changing, every day you can be okay one day, and the next day you're not okay. And that's exactly what was going on with my mother. So it took about 24 hours for Lydia to get back to me. Meanwhile, I talked to the floor manager, Ted, and and Ted was saying, well, she's, and he's never said this to me before, well, she seems to be declining, she's weaker, she can't stand up. But then I hear that periodically my mother just gets up and uses her walker. I mean, really, they put her in the wheelchair when someone goes to get her, but Sometimes she forgets she can't walk. She gets up and starts. Walk. She walks herself to the dining room, which is only, you know, a, a short, short distance. And she doesn't remember that she can't walk. So that's like an interesting phenomenon. Her brain just gets her up. Her legs are really weak. Otherwise, on other at other times, you try to get her up, and she just basically has no strength whatsoever. She can't even stand. So it's really interesting to me to see. And and the problem is is that you can get. You know, you think, oh, well, we're on a, you know, it's not, I never think that she's getting better. I know that families sometimes will think, well, when they see this happening, well, you know, maybe the person is, my loved one is getting better, or maybe, maybe we have, you know, this is a good sign. Well, it's not so much that it's a good or bad sign. It's just that that's like, that seems to be the progression when people are in this situation, when they're. Uh, facing death or on the trajectory where their bodies are failing them. And, you know, I think the mind 
having seen what's happened to my mother's brain, it's interesting to me that it, she can just sometimes get up. Like, I should totally forget that she, she's weak. And for that, those instances, she's not. And it kind of frustrates everybody who works there because she's not supposed to get up and go by herself. And then they go to get her for lunch and she was sitting at her table all ready to go. Uh, so it, it, it isn't something that, that I get, like, really upset about. You know, I just kind of shake my head. There's nothing we can do about it. We can't find, we, we can't control it. Maybe we'd like to control it. Or the people will, you know, when you can tell my mother a million times, you can count it, you can put chalk marks on a board over and over. You can't get up without somebody here. She's going to forget. She's going to remember. My mother's very uh, stubborn that way, always has been. When she wants to do something or it gets focused in her mind or she makes a decision, it's done. And even now, it's it's more apparent that part of her is still there. So... So it's it's been hard to get a true assessment. So anyway, uh, Lydia went on, on, what's today, Thursday? She went on Monday. I didn't really hear back from her until yesterday morning. Uh, we were playing phone tag, and she left a few messages. But when I finally talked to her, the message was, really, your mother's, a, your mother's the same. And here's what's happening. She's having good days. Good meaning that she's not as weak and she's not as lethargic, and she's having what I like to say not-so-good days, where she is very lethargic, wants to sleep, doesn't want to eat. And I can't discount those days. And as Ted says, people don't realize how her, her, as he said to me, her inner core is very strong. Doesn't mean that her muscles are strong, but her inner core is strong, and she's still working through whatever she has to work through. Uh, to like you might want to, some of you meet her maker. So she's, she, you know, she's not. The, the other thing I was thinking about, and I think this is what a lot of people go through when they're facing uh, the situation with a loved one, is. Is my mother lonely? Is you know should I be there more? Is 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 there and, and you know and and I said that to Lydia. I said you know I I'm just concerned my mother's lonely. She's she's asking for me all the time. Well, she asks for me all the time, even if I'm outside the room, as if I've never been there. I have to remember that. And Lydia was very uh, professional and as she always is, and very insightful. And said, Hari, your mother's not lonely. She's got people come in a lot to see her. Just the staff comes. People uh, just from all parts of the even independent living staff come and see her. The staff on the floor isn't all the time as they, the ombudsperson, as the director of nursing ombudsperson agrees to. I have uh, some friends who visit her weekly. Uh, she has a speech therapist. They don't really do speech therapy, but they become friends. She comes once a week. My uh, hospice comes two, three times a week, and that includes the nurse. And then on top of that is the social worker who comes on her own time, who's really wonderful, the chaplain. There's Tina, and then Lydia comes. So there's a lot of people who visit her, and the rest of the time she's probably sleeping. And so she isn't really lonely. I I... But I think in our heart of hearts, 
we we as family members or or someone that be family or loved one or dear friend, if you see something, you know, you don't see that 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 spark of happiness or joy. You just see this person who's declining and having, you know, has lost so much of themselves in the process. And my mother, my mother, I suppose my mother is sad, but I, I think my mother is sadder about having lost the parts of her. And she knows she has lost a lot of parts. And that really contributed to her decline because she couldn't relate to the new person that she was. It didn't make sense to her, and she knew she was missing something, and it was it was never coming back. Because people used to remind her, and I think, you know, we remind her thinking it's going to come back. And the sad part, I mean, I I don't know if it's healthy. I but how can we not, as as you know, as 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 children of a parent looking at our parents, how can we not do that? And it's 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 a difficult road that we we walk with our loved one with. Uh, with with the situation with shame. So my mother's loneliness and sadness, I think, is, is an internal process where she is really lonely and sad for that person that she used to be. But she doesn't really know who that person used to be. But I don't really think she accepts the person that she is uh, now. Although she's much more... She says, well, I don't remember that and I don't care. You know, so... But since the stroke, she's told me, you know, numerous times that it makes her, in her own way, that it makes her sad that she's lost those parts of her. And, you know, I I, I feel for her. I can't imagine what that's like to have lost so much. So for a loved one, we have to deal with this constant, you know, pulling and pushing and pulling, you know, is is my loved one okay? And Nobody, if if they're in an assisted living, no, you you can't know everything all the time. You can only keep as updated as you know as as you as you said whatever you can do, you know. And you can't the what what you can't do is expect the facility to engage you in a day to day basis as to how your loved one is. I mean, you can call. And a lot, up until recently, I'd always get the same response. So when I talked to someone at the facility, I didn't always feel like I was getting a straight answer. And that that's that can be a little that can be a little hard on your psyche, you know. So I I had this other I have other people that I can go to, and in that way, I'm very lucky that I can get different perspectives on my mother. Even when my two friends go, uh, my, a couple of a dear couple. Um, to me, who go, we just decided they were going to go visit. They've been visiting my mother since about a couple months after her stroke. And, you know, I asked them what what they think. And so I have a lot of different views, but I can't count on the institution, only the facility when it's, it's, it's like an emergency or acute. And even then, it might not be uh, in real time. It might, I might, I mean, if she fell and broke a there was an obvious break, they would probably call me because they need permission to go to the hospital. So, and they can't really send someone. I mean, that that's that's interesting that everybody should know. But if, if you have one of the most forms, you know, the five wishes form, then you need, it says what, 
other parameters for going to the hospital. And, you know, well, the parameters for me are bleeding out or a break. And I have, it depends, even then, you know, if they can come and do an extra, if it's not a hip, you know, I just, I, the idea of my mother going to the ER because it's that night she'd go by herself and I would have to call someone if I wasn't there, if I was in Seattle, I would have to call someone to go meet her at the hospital because I'll tell you, don't ever let your loved one go to the hospital, an elderly person by themselves because it is so disorienting and it's so frightening because for my mother, she wouldn't really know why she was there and she couldn't express herself. And there's this sense of invisibility for the elderly when they when they're when they access um, ERs. You know, I'm sure the ER docs or the nurse, no, 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 but I've seen it. I've seen it. You know, my mother's ninety, going to be ninety one. You know, she's ninety one. I've heard it so many times. She's lived a good life. Well that's yeah, I'm I'm not asking you to keep her alive, but if she has a break, I want you to I I want you to you know, take her out of her pain, make it okay for her to to function until the natural course, you know, universe takes its course. And so so that's my my advice today. And I've made it very clear. And I have hospice, and they kind of control a lot of that uh, with the facility, hopefully. And hopefully I won't have to deal with that. But at one point I did, when she had her first fall and had a small skin tear, and I said, you are not ever sending her to the hospital for that. No, 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 no. And, you know, they they do all kinds of, some of the kinds of tests they don't need. So that's the update uh, for my mother. Uh, I want every, today's uh, July 2nd, and we're coming up, or is it the 3rd? No, it's the 2nd. Uh, coming up uh, to the holiday, I wish everyone a great holiday. Enjoy your family, and uh, <clears throat> if you ever have any questions or want to comment or talk to me, you can reach me at heal, H-E-A-L, at healthcarewhisperer.com. Uh, I look forward to any feedback or insight. Thank you very much. Uh, enjoy your day, everyone.